What up, what up? Welcome to Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. It is Tuesday, February 4th. Starting with our Laura Sports Rundown, going into our wing review. We're going to switch things up and go into Coach's Corner early this time. We're going to debate Go to the Week. We'll do which movie has Trent not seen again, and then finish it out with questions from the fans. So that sports rundown this weekend. That women's basketball team holds off Simpson 76-72. Men's basketball cruises past Simpson 85-67. Men's wrestling claimed one champion at the Loris Open. Merrick Purcell at 174. Mike Jossa and Gabby Nolan claimed ARC Athlete of the Week with a strong performance at the Titan Open. All right, that brings us into our wing review. We kind of went off the rails here. <laughs> um, Cole surprised us with a last-minute choice of going with Walmart wings, which I didn't even know was a thing until today. Yeah, so, I mean, the Walmart wings actually, uh, I think uh, the best way of putting these, they're, they're wings that, like, if I was at Walmart and I didn't necessarily want to cook at home, I would pick them up on the way out and then, like, take them home and eat them. <laughs> I wouldn't actively like pursue to go to Walmart and purchase them and like. That's true. That's and, very true. Well, where do you eat them? Where do you even buy? I don't. Yeah, I was They're wondering. At the, like, the are they the little kiosk thing with like? Yeah, with like the, the meat, rotisserie the chicken. Oh, yeah. oh no, yeah. no. Oh, you're so they have an actual deli section in yeah. that one. Is oh, it in the deli? That. It's in the deli. Right. So like, if you walk, it's the one by uh, just past Target and like Hy-Vee, That one that's on yeah, twenty. On twenty. Yeah. So like, literally, as turn as soon as you turn the left. Like the fresh foods, uh, like okay. literally the first. <coughs> by the way, answer. the way that they give you these wings is probably <laughs> the funniest thing. It's basically picture a like lunch paper bag, and then they just throw them in there, <laughs> <laughs> no like extra anything. They're just yeah. wings in a paper bag. Um, and okay, so we tried these wings, and from what I'll say is that they were very sticky, very chewy, uh, and they kind of just tasted like Walmart. <laughs> I don't know a better way to describe that. Um, they were better than I expected, to be honest. But obviously, they uh, they still weren't that good. I mean, yeah, they weren't terrible. I they were definitely not the worst wing we've had, but they were better than expected. They were. I don't know if like it's because they might have been like sitting like at Walmart maybe that like they were like caramelized yeah. already. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if these wings were like honestly like cooked like fresh for you like to to order, they'd actually be not like, bad. Like not bad. Yeah. It's also with a little ranch too, I think that it would have been That's like, true. like an honestly like a solid wing. <clears throat> the sauce was like extremely sticky. Like literally every bite you took like it stuck to your teeth. Like it was almost yeah. like I'm trying to like compare it to something like almost like when you get like a sticky Jolly Rancher, you know, and like your teeth kind of caramel get... apple. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good answer. Good answer. Yeah. So O'Brien Nugent came down from his office to give a quick bite of these wings. Um, and he had a pr- very good point. He goes, what flavor were these supposed to be? Very. And true. none of us can answer that question. And even I, I purchased um, them. <clears throat> which is never a good sign. Let's check the paper bag here. They were a buffalo wing. 
Oh, whoa. Interesting. So that that, that docks a little bit in my mind even because definitely really? could not tell. I think it was like a buffalo, buffalo barbecue, but it was, I don't know. And I wouldn't even say it tasted bad. Like the flavor no. wasn't bad. Yeah. It just like didn't, didn't know have, what it was. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How to, Dang. I, I did not know that was a buffalo wing I just <clears> ate. I do feel like I could pick this out in a crowd. Of wings, like if we oh, were to do yeah. a blind we test, had these again. I can almost guarantee. I think they I were more of a ones. barbecue. Also, like yeah, they weren't buffalo at all. I, I think like. they were barbecue, but and I think they was just labeled wrong to be honest, because there were like two, <laughs> and I, I either that or she might have put both of them in the same bag. I mean, oh, yeah, maybe. it was. It did have a little spice though. Like it wasn't like a sweet barbecue though. If it was barbecue, yeah, it had a little. It had a little. Cake. Looking at them, they look barbecue. Yeah, for sure. Well, the price was really good. <laughs> yeah, so for. Uh, I mean, I don't not necessarily sure how many exactly we ate, but they were like eleven dollars for two pounds. There's so. a lot in there. What was the price of high V's? Do you remember? Because that um, I remember up until this that point. was about eight to ten dollars, but you got a solid eight wing. I right. think it was it was eight dollars for eight wings or ten dollars for eight wings, but those was, wings were yeah. massive. Yeah. Right, we labeled those the best value. Yeah, which I mean, quality though, I feel like high V still has them yes. beat. Yes, but I guess most like. Bang for your buck, quantity wise. They're they the Walmart, Walmart version of High V. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, <laughs> like High V or yeah. Walmart's pretty cheap. I mean, it fits. Yeah. It fits. So, all right, scores. Trent, you got the scores. Yeah, I do here. I know I gave. For me, I gave it a five point one. I almost gave it a four, but I will say they weren't completely horrible. So, yeah. I'll, I'll give them in the five. Here we go. Walmart wings. Nick five point one. Cole five point three. Trent five point one. And Nuge. 4.7 with an average of a 5.05 hmm. and it puts it on the list at third from last which honestly I mean it sounds bad yes but they're Walmart and they're right above KFC and Casey's and they're just below Barrel House which I feel like that seems that's honestly right. a pretty yeah. Yeah. correct <laughs> spot and I mean again you're not gonna go out and like seek Walmart wings it's a place that literally like if you're doing grocery shopping it's late at night. I think it, I would honestly probably purchase those wings if I was on my way out the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think these, I was thinking about this. These would be the perfect wings where like, oh, hey, I'm going to the Super Bowl party and I need to pick some wings up. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I forgot to bring something mm-hmm. and you'd just stop at Walmart and pick them up. Speaking of which, Cole did one of the <laughs> most funny things I've seen and heard in a while. So we have a Super Bowl party this past Sunday and everyone brings some food. Cole's coming off of uh, coming a, back a substantial amount of money with this in these food purchases too. Like it's not like it's like yeah. oh like ten dollar dishes. Like we we're spending not a lot, but we we're spending some good cash. Right, right. And, and Cole, yeah, do you want to so, just tell us what you brought? Cole sure, shows so up off, with I the most ridiculous. First. first off, <laughs> I get off a flight, two flights actually. I've been traveling all day, and Trent just goes. Don't bother showing up if you're not going to bring anything. And I didn't like, say that. I think that is a true statement. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, I need to get gas. I need to fill up my tires. So I was going to actually stop at Hy-Vee and get, like, sliders of, like, deli meat and, like, some, like, Hawaiian rolls. And well, that would have been good. Which would have been good, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that was out of the way. <laughs> so I was like, I'm ready at Casey's. So I stopped, and I got, like, eight of those uh, deli sandwiches to go. Not bad. Like pre-wrapped. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, 
sandwiches. I just remember you showed up yesterday, and I was like, what is this? He subs, like Italian subs. Italian, ham, cheese, and turkey and cheese. You had a good mix, at least. You know what you could have done? If you would have somehow just like opened the bags, put them on a platter, <laughs> yeah. and like said you made it, yeah, it would have all that would have been better. That. Well, but better. And I mean, honestly, think I was in the mood. Honestly, I just got off like six hours of traveling. I know. Yeah. I know. And yeah. I can't even be that mad at you. I ate one, so <laughs> yeah, I can't be that mad. They were pretty good. But how was how was your trip? Trip was good. Um, so that's actually some of the sports that I, I left out, and so I knew we were going to get into the talk. So, okay. um, men's volleyball, uh, it was good to be kind of be a part of that team. Um, they are super young but super talented. So, um, I think Jeremy's going to do a good job throughout this season of kind of polishing those guys off as it starts to get into that conference play. Uh, again, a lot. So there was fourteen kids uh, or young men that traveled uh, to Washington D.C. Uh, and of the 14, seven of them are freshmen. Three wow. of the fr- of the starters <clears throat> are freshmen. Wow. So they're young. Uh, they're talented. Um, I think, watch out. They've got, if they can kind of like polish it off um, this year, they can be talented. And then, I mean, if they put in the work in the offseason, they'll be young and they'll be good next year as well. Um, they'll only be graduating one senior starter. Uh, and then there were wow. only two seniors on the trip. Jeez. So... Uh, one that does come off the bench and does play some important roles, um, but for the most part, they are. There's two juniors, three sophomore or three freshmen, and one junior that starts. Wow. So I mean, watch out. I feel like as a coach, like I'm not a coach, obviously, and you guys are pretty young, but I feel like that has to be a fun, but. Oh, difficult team to coach where like everyone's young they have a lot of talent but like you almost just kind of have to harness their talent and like their emotions like, I feel like so that's a good experience as a coach to have it is so it's weird so yeah. uh, Jeremy and I actually had this conversation about uh, like I was picking his brain about like having a young team and he said there are definitely a lot of like pros and cons to it he said, like, one of the pros, uh, they're still young, so they'll do anything that you tell them to do. So they're like, oh, coach told me to do this. So I go out. And sometimes they take it, like, too literal where they're like, I was like, he's like, a lot of the freshmen were looking over to the bench, like, if they were to make a mistake, like, looking for, like, the yeah. coach's approval and stuff like that. And it's like, at some point, he's just like, I just want you guys to play. Like, yeah. just go out there, do your thing. That's why you guys are at this level. That's why you guys are playing. Um, and then he said, that's, like, one of the cons is that, like, some of those seniors, they just go out there and they play. Now they're kind of having like an older team is they're stubborn headed. They've like kind of stuck in their ways. So like you can't necessarily mold them into a different mm-hmm. way. But he said it's definitely young uh, or it's got its pros and its con. It's mm-hmm. fun, um, but it's definitely different because last season he had a relatively older team. Um, and now coming into a lot of freshmen, he said, yeah, it's good. It's going to be a di- yeah. definitely a big switch up. That's yeah. for sure. <clears throat> the, and men's volleyball is still relatively new. Yeah, six years for right? sure. This is Jeremy's well, sixth, so fifth season. It started in, my freshman in the year, NCAA think. in general. But though, yeah, I mean, it D3 is level probably is one new. of the newer, even yeah. newest sport in the NCAA. And we're actually hosting the NCAA the championships. Yeah. at Loris. Yeah, yeah that's in the awesome. spring. What's up? I'm two and two. Unfortunately, only as a as a head coach, but. I think I'm going to get my third win, as I said on the bench Wednesday. Shout out to basically becoming a... Hype man. <laughs> I Men's am volleyball big hype man. Are you sitting so, on the bench so, next week? Like, so will they, they come back and play? So they, I am. So uh, they actually uh, compared me to the Northwestern 
um, <laughs> sideline coach because one of the first shirts I wore was, was kind of tight, tight on the arms. So they're like, yeah. of course. <laughs> well, now um, you got to grow the mustache out even more <laughs> oh, yeah. and Dude. like really yeah. make that I'm thing flare. I'm gonna up. be a big hype man. I was getting pretty amped on the sideline, bringing up the energy, <laughs> especially on the back-to-back days or uh, the games day. Uh, it was big hype guy. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's Watch great. out. Yeah. Well, that that actually goes well right into our next uh, topic, which is going to be Coach's Corner. So we're going to talk about this a little bit earlier in the podcast. Um, I'll go ahead and start us out. I'm going to use one of the – I'm going to inform you all about one of the oldest drills in the book in swimming. Um, I think if you're a swimmer, you've probably done this drill at least once in your life. If not, this is something you should definitely do. Um, If you're swimming backstroke – Simple thing that you can do to make sure that your head position is in the correct spot and it's not too far forward and it's not moving all over the place is take a cup of water, fill it halfway, and place it on your forehead. And you should be able to swim, especially just swimming easy, uh, swim a full 25 backstroke without spilling any of the water or having it fall off your forehead. Once you get good at that, you'll be able to sprint backstroke and have it not spill also. Um, so again, real easy drill. Um, once you get that down, go ahead and take it back off your forehead and see if you can apply that same head position to when you're actually swimming. Um, I will compare this to, uh, the old towel under the arm drill for golf. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I only know that cause you've mentioned it a few times. Um, but yeah, it's just a, a nice little hack that, that you can do to help fix your backstroke head position. So to kind of go off of that, um, since we're on the backstroke, what is like the proper like motion when you're doing? Because I don't know if I even have like flexible enough shoulders to actually do the proper motion. Like, what are yeah. you trying to do? Like, are you trying to go straight over your head, or are you out just uh, like a little bit, like a couple degrees, or is it literally straight back over your head? No, you want to be um, basically directly straight up from your shoulder, so okay. just to the side of your head. Um, but you want to make sure that you're entering with your pinky first. Um, so that so you're thumb to the sky. Yeah. So thumb to the sky. So you're basically going to, in a simple terms, you're going to exit the water with your thumb up and enter with your thumb, and like pulling with your pinky down. Um, and so it's kind of hard to explain, um, unless we're in the water of what happens after that, but there's a, a big kind of rotation and scoop and pull and push, um, that happens. You're not just kind of windmilling. Um, but like I said before in freestyle, backstroke is kind of the same way. It's more of a push than it is a pull. You're pushing the water away from you. Um, so the greater catch you can have, the stronger your pull is going to be. And then it's just a matter of upping the tempo. Um, but yeah, so yes, you want to be kind of close to your head and the more flexible you are, the better backstroker you are usually in your shoulders and your elbows. Gotcha. So, mine, we're going to go into more of the longer irons, um, where they're going to kind of give you um, some some of those longer irons, give you a fit, uh, and that's why you'll see some people throw out their longer irons and throw in some hybrids. Um, but, honestly, those longer irons are important if you can learn to hit them. Um, so, the biggest thing is trying not to overswing. So, uh, when we're getting into those longer irons, to originally kind of like slow up that pace uh, to kind of get the feel of those longer irons, we're going to slow down that pace and we're going to work on that, like that tempo and we're going to take them nice back and slow and we're going to try and bottom out in the same spot. So we're going to take those longer irons, your four, probably your three, four and five irons. 
uh, and we're going to keep working on bottoming out at the same time. And by bottoming out, I mean you're going to have like one spot on the grass that you're going to try and hit the same spot each time. And that's going to change, um, again, with as those clubs get longer. Um, people tend to try and hit them like they do their 8 and 9 iron, uh, which are kind of 8, 9, and 7 iron are probably the easiest clubs uh, to hit in the golf uh, bag. But as we get longer into those irons, focusing on that tempo and bottoming out is going to be the biggest thing. So when you're taking those practice swings, that is the hugest, like actually getting that feedback of that swing, feeling comfortable. And a lot of the things of why it's so challenging to hit those longer irons is because of your hand placement. So anytime that we do get into those longer irons, you're so used to having that eight or nine iron in your like hands that your hands are dropped lower. So anytime that you do get into hmm. that higher uh, lofted or the higher like length club, you actually want to raise your hands up, and that way it's going to be more of a, a steeper swing, helping you swing through with those longer clubs. Makes sense. That has also <laughs> helped me uh, when we were playing golf last summer. So that is also true. I yeah, I, <laughs> my long irons are really hit or miss. Like I'll either stripe it and be super pumped, or hit it really thin and vibrate the heck out of my hands. Yeah, my five iron might be like my favorite club in my bag. Yeah, and, and again, they're very useful. <clears throat> um, but just understanding that one of the biggest issues uh, with those longer irons is literally just in the hand placement, like letting those hands drop down, versus like bringing them up and swinging through. Now, every time we talk about golf, it just makes me excited to golf. Especially, <laughs> especially since, yeah, today's, today's not bad. Like, if it <laughs> wasn't yeah, as like wet. like a little hint of spring. Uh, yeah. In D.C., if I would have had my sticks, I probably would have tried to get out. Uh, all right. Well, that brings us into next segment, which is Goat of the Week. We're going with WNBA player greatest of all time. I will admit I'm not well-versed in this particular sport, but uh, I did a little bit of research and I think I'm going to go with Tamika Catchings. Uh, she played for the Indiana Fever. She had a 15-year career. On a side note, she did win four Olympic gold medals, even though this that really doesn't factor into her WNBA career um, <coughs> as uh, with her NCAA championship uh, when she was at Tennessee. But at the in the WNBA, five-time Defensive Player of the Year. She was a Finals MVP the year that they won the title in 2012 and she was a 10-time all-star um see if you got anybody that can top that i, I do that's pretty good <laughs> that is so diana tarasi um she's currently in the wnba like as we speak uh she is a three-time wnba champion she is a two-time wnba finals mvp she's a wnba mvp she's a nine-time all-star she's a 10-time all wnba first team she is currently the WNBA all-time leading scorer. She is also the all-time WNBA assist leader. Um, and some of the things that is common in the WNBA um, is not only do they play uh, during for the uh, WNBA, but they also play overseas mm-hmm. in their off time because they have it like a little bit of a shorter season. She's also a she's a three-time Russian League Player of the Year. She's a seven-time Russian National League champion. And she's also won four Olympic golds. For the U.S.? For the U.S. Mm. She was WNBA Rookie of the Year. And she is... In what year does it say? Uh, she was WNBA Rookie of the Year in 2004. Oh, okay. So she's been around for a while. She <clears throat> has. Uh, she won 
I guess that's more of the NCAA side. She mm -hmm. was a three-time NCAA champion at UConn, so kind of when mm -hmm. they were mm -hmm. ripping it up. Uh, still kind of are, which but. they still are. Yeah, I was gonna say. yeah, but dude, they're starting to get a little closer. There's I know, like well, four yeah, yeah. Teams that it has like gotten there. more even, but yeah. And there's one more stat that I wanted to bring up. Well, I would say, yeah, when you're looking at stats, that's probably that's she probably has uh, Tamika beat on stats alone, <clears throat> but if you were to watch them play. <laughs> the playing style, I don't know, man. I think Tamika just she was throwing down some crazy dunks. Uh, I just I think that she's a more valuable player in if you were to so if you were to have a team sure. and you were to have a draft, yeah, I think Tamika would go ahead of her in the draft. I don't think so. Wow. I think that she just is more valuable to the team. How? She's, she's the all-time leading scorer in points her and defense, assists. Her defense. She's a five-time five defensive player of the year. It's impressive. She's defense wins championships. Defense wins championships, man. <laughs> Unless she's going against Deanna Taurasi. <laughs> <laughs> she, not yeah, only does she not score the ball, she's also the assist leader all-time. Okay. She's the all-time okay. in points and assists. I guess they'd make a good team then. They would. I'm sure that they would, especially if uh, Tamika. Yeah, yeah. She plays probably the five, I would guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if she, that'd be like Kobe and Shaq. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. especially, um, I don't know. It, they do play different positions, uh, which is kind of tough, but I just think with another one that kind of like slips through, and that's just because through the cracks is Lisa Leslie. Shout out to Backyard Basketball. So that's what? why like Lisa <laughs> Leslie is uh, comes into mind, and she was she's in the top ten players of all time. Of the okay. WNBA, but doesn't necessarily have like the resume that gotcha. Deanna Taurasi has. But, dude, I mean, all around, and she's still playing. She's not even done yet. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, what do you got, Sean? I was going to go with Candace Parker. After listening to your stats, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Candace might not be the best choice. Um, but she was first overall pick in 2008. Um, she was, well, this goes back to. Even high school, so I guess WNBA stats don't count. But you guys are pulling in the Olympics in college. Sure. Uh, she won National uh, Girls Basketball Player of the Year in 2003 and 2004, which is the first. She was the second junior to ever win it, but also the first female to ever win it twice. Um, so that's never happened. Um, but she's also a WNBA champion. She's been uh, finals MVP she was a two-time WMVP, WNBA MVP, like for the season, um, five-time All-Star, All-Star, All-Star Game MVP, and Rookie of the Year in 2008. Um, and I'm a little biased. She's from the Chicago suburbs. And mm. fun fact, uh, she was the first uh, female to dunk in my high school. She played at <laughs> we have a at Dundee Crown. We had a big. Uh, women's basketball tournament over Christmas, mm -hmm. and she played in it, and she dunked at our high school in high school. Wow, that that is insane. Yeah, has there been one since then? Not that I know only? of, wow. but I don't know. <laughs> Did the crowd go crazy? Yeah, it was <laughs> nuts. Was there a video of it? Ooh, I, I mean, I'd have to look. There's got to be. But I would I would yeah. assume there has to be somewhere. That's pretty cool. All right, so to polish it <laughs> off, I just dove deeper into the stats of Deanna Taurasi. So not only so in 2007, 2009, 2010, 2013 and 2016, so 5 separate years, she was not only the WNBA champion, 
but she was also the European League champion and the Russian National League champion. So she was a three. She had won three separate championships in five different years. That's pretty crazy. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So not only was she the best in the U.S., which is probably, as you can see and look at the like the gold medals over the last years, they've won the last four Olympic gold medals uh, in women's basketball. So not only did she win the WNBA, which is probably the best league, she won the second best and the third best leagues in five years. In yeah, like, that's pretty impressive. Actually. In five separate <laughs> years. Yeah, you know what? I might lay down my sword on this one and give you the win. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Uh, again, shoot us a DM uh, with your opinion and let us know. That brings us to our next segment, which is which movie has Trent not seen? I've got a good one this week. This just Go makes ahead. me laugh. This whole skit makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, have you ever seen the movie A 2001 A Space Odyssey? No. Is that what it's called? Yes. It's called 2001 A Space Odyssey. No. Never heard of it. It's a very, very trippy movie. And okay. um, it's, it's considered one of the best movies of all time, actually. Do they like Stanley the Cooper. moon or something? No. So uh, I basically, mean, you don't have to give it away, but. Basically, it's about like a. Uh, a trip on a spaceship that's like it was one of the first movies where technology kind of like turned evil huh. on somebody. I think it was made in like the seventies or eighties or something along those lines. Actually, I could be way off on that, but <laughs> it's definitely made before two thousand. Huh. Um, and it was supposed to be taking place in the future, and this like uh, robot basically turns evil and turns against the the guy. But um, they do it in such a trippy way that it like leaves you just like stunned after really? watching it. Yeah, it's one of those movies. Um, made by the same guy who made Clockwork Orange. Have you ever seen that? Nope. Oh man, two <laughs> oh for two, I threw two at you. But yeah, both very good movies, both very trippy. I'm trying to make you feeling better, we're gonna have to watch that one together. I have not. Okay, seen that, all right, it's there good. we go. It's That's definitely good. good. Uh, mine is. Have you seen The Day After Tomorrow? Oh, yes, I love that movie. That's <laughs> one of those movies that like comes on TV, and I feel like it. When it goes on TV, it's on TV, like, literally, like, 24 hours straight. Like, it's on, like, back yeah. to back to back. Mm -hmm. That's one of those movies where I would turn it on, and there'd be, like, an hour left. I'd watch that hour, and then I'd just sit and, and watch, watch the, the, the whole movie over yeah. again. It's I love that good, movie. It's a great That's film. a great movie. Yeah. All right. Well, I am. I need to start. <laughs> hey, you did all right there. movies yeah. that I had that <laughs> Trent hasn't seen, because I think that's back to back weeks you've seen the movie that I've picked. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> All right, so then that brings us to questions from the fans. All right, we got a, a couple good ones here. Um, I actually didn't give you guys this one before the show, so get excited. Uh -oh. Ready? What chore, well, I guess this could be either as a child or now as, like, Cole's a homeowner. What mm. chore do you like or don't mind doing? Now? Well, either like as a child a or A personal now. chore or? Like a house chore. Yeah, okay. I didn't mind mowing the lawn. Oh, yeah. I love mowing the lawn. Um, <laughs> you actually enjoy yeah, it? Yeah. Well, because, like, at least, like, at home, like, we have a riding lawn because we live on oh. just about, like, an acre. Oh, okay. So, like. That's different. I Yeah. Every, like, Saturday or Sunday, just give me, like, two hours to mow the lawn. Oh, hmm. It's a great time. You listen to music. I can see that. Get a little tan. That was kind of like <laughs> passing of the torch. And mine, it was like, my dad was like, probably like, I don't want to do this anymore. That's a, yeah, and to it's me, very true. And to me, it was like, oh, nice. I actually get to like, 
do something like <laughs> that's very true that i can get away and i'd be inside because i was a big like be outside person so yeah. as soon as I was able yeah. to do like a chore outside i was like okay i can mow the lawn yeah that was also how like i made money like as a kid like in middle yeah. school and high school and stuff like i would mow the lawn another weekend my dad gave me like 20 bucks i don't mind doing laundry I re- oh. most people don't like it but i really don't mind it at all i just throw on a video and just fold laundry to the video that's true did you do it did you mind doing it when you were younger I know. I never. I've never minded it. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I just. When did like, you start doing laundry, like your own laundry? I started doing my own laundry in high school because it was like I just had my laundry. I just had a lot of it, and I would go through it quickly. So like, if I left it up to my parents, it would never get done enough. That's fair. You know what I mean? Shout so out I just to my dad. My dad did like he well, it, and especially during wrestling season. So I honestly didn't like start doing my laundry until like. I was off in college, and it was either you had dirty laundry or... <laughs> so I was forced to kind of do it. My dad did a lot of my laundry growing up, especially during wrestling season when I was, like, grumpy and, like, didn't want to do anything. My dad... And it, it stunk because, like, I literally had, like, two like two layers of, like... Yeah. So, like, wrestling clothes were going, like, in and out of the washing machine like it was, like, right, every other day. Right. Yeah. So my dad did a good job of... Help me out do my laundry. <laughs> I don't mind laundry now, except for some reason, Nike socks have an L and an R on the socks. Oh, yeah, that is the that worst before. thing ever. You have to match the L and Matching R. Matching L and R. It's like, why? Like, why can't you just have one sock yeah. that goes with anything? That's like the worst part of laundry. All right. Next question. Oh, bring it back to the kid again. What do you miss most about being a kid? I would say... Um, Probably just the fact that the smallest things were like the biggest deal to you. <laughs> I, I first like a specific example would be like after every swim practice, I would get out and there's this vending machine. <laughs> I remember specifically when I was in like in the eight and under category, <laughs> I would get out and I would, every time I'd ask, knowing the answer would be no, <laughs> get something from the vet. and then there'd be like one day out of the year that it'd be a yes, and it would like make my month. <laughs> They're like, yes, I got something from the vending That's machine. That's very true. So that kind of thing where it's like the smallest thing makes a big difference. That's <clears throat> that's what's cool about being a kid. Honestly, uh, like when you say like being like a homeowner, uh, just like the simplicity of being like your youth where like, oh, I get to go outside and I get to play. Like, and mm. I can just yeah. go do like when you have like such like kind of like a schedule and stuff like whatnot. When like, honestly, just going outside like being with your neighbors and like how like just simple that was and yeah. like your only your biggest worry in the world was did I do my reading assignment or like did <laughs> I do my math homework <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. that like especially now like being a coach on like having to look over about 20 18 to 20 or 22 year olds and like whew, like it, it it does like have a little bit of stress on you especially like are they making good decisions and I mean, luckily enough, I've got some good leaders, and I'm sure they're making good decisions, but you just never know. And, like, you're always on your toes. You always have that in the back of your mind. Um, so, honestly, just being able to just not really have a worry in the world, and you can just... That's so true. Be young. Mm-hmm. I always remember, like, getting off for summer in school, like elementary school and middle oh, school. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. My neighborhood, we had, like, a <laughs> bunch of kids, and we would literally have, like, a schedule of, like, baseball games in the backyard. Like, and right. if you missed, like, yeah. we were mad. Like, you, why why, ha- why, can't you play baseball today? Yeah. Like, that yep. was the worst. Oh, <laughs> Summers were the best. Yeah. Like, it's changed a little bit. So, like, now it's, like, parents are, like, having to force their kids to go outside. 
like, I don't know if it was just like my age, it was my neighborhood, but like our parents had to force us to come inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had a, a weed bike everywhere and I had a rule that I had to be back by sundown if I were biking, like if I were out yeah. on my oh, bike. Yeah. I remember like chasing the sunset. <laughs> like it'd be it'd be like going down. I'd be like sprinting to get home to beat it. I'd push it every time. This is That's true. And this is another thing how things have changed probably since uh, our youth. I think I went like four days without my parents like being like, "Hey, where's Cole at?" <laughs> like I, cause like I spent like three or four straight days at one of my neighbors' house. Yeah. And by like day three, my mom was like, "Are you ever coming home?" Like, that's fine. and I was like, ah, oh, yeah. And then it was, it usually led with or finished with, yeah, you have chores to do. So I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, I'll that's be home. Funny. All right. Next one. What's your go-to karaoke song? Stacy's mom. Hands down. <laughs> literally like a, a go-to. I think that's mine too. Really? Yeah. Or actually we have a tradition, like my college buddies, we would always sing, no matter the time of the year, we would sing All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a swimmer uh, last year that had to do, so she was an acting major, but she had to do an audition where she had to sing, and she didn't want to sing at all. So she chose to sing Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just say Tequila. So that's just a funny thing I have thought of. But, that's um, good. I would say small things, Blink One Eighty Two. That's a really that's good a one because the crowd always gets into yeah, it. Yeah, that's all the yeah, like yeah. the old like punk mm. rock songs. I yep. feel like everyone sings along. You know. Yeah, I was in a karaoke good chorus bar. Songs. If you yeah, have, you got to find songs yep. that have yep. like a good chorus that like everybody knows, mm-hmm. and you live for that moment, and you better <laughs> you better step up when the chorus hits. My one of my favorite moments was so I went to a <laughs> I went to a karaoke bar in San Diego, and it was like this small bar. I was expecting almost no one to be in there. I just was like showing a friend who was in town uh, some of the bars, and there was <laughs> there was maybe a crowd of ten, maybe fifteen people. And the people on stage were taking this karaoke so serious. (laughs) Like, they were giving it everything they had. These performances were, like, I was sitting there, like, amazed. Like, what did I walk into? And then after everyone was done, uh, Under the Sea by The Little Mermaid came on. And um, every every single person in that bar went up on the stage, and we all sang it. It was a pretty crazy ending to the night. I was like, well, well, this ended up being a fun (laughs) night. I didn't expect it. Low-key Disney songs? Yeah, Yeah, that would be be a great hit. I think I might have to... That's a good move. Give some of those a thought. (laughs) Yeah. Go out to the Rainbow Lounges and karaoke. (laughs) All right, next one. What is the best and or dumbest viral challenge recently or in the last yeah. 10 yeah, years. Yeah, no, this is good. We so, we thought of a bunch of these. Yeah. So my the best that like I probably partaken in is the Harlan Shake. Yeah, for like, sure. That one was awesome like dude. So we had at our high school what are called uh halfies. And by halfies, literally they were like cement blocks that were about like 4 feet tall. No door in front of them. And they were that's why we call it halfie because they weren't like a full like divider. So we would have like what we call like happy parties. Be like, oh hey, you need to go use the restroom like during class. <laughs> so be like, hey, you want to go have a happy party? <laughs> so yeah, that's some little throwback. I think they've now gotten rid of those, <laughs> probably rightfully so, I guess. But uh, yeah, we did a Harlem Shake. We were literally there was like twenty of us, twenty five of us, just packed into like one of those, just frozen. 
And then when the beat drops, we all got like these different costumes for it, <laughs> and like it was crazy. Harlem Shake was great. I'll have to see if I can get the video. Yeah, there because uh, it was great. It was a good time. Yeah, I liked the mannequin challenge. I think that um, those like some of them were really impressive on the internet. Yeah, I was like genuinely when impressed. those are well done. Yeah, it's like whoa, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there was one. There was one that we had forgotten to talk about before. Um, that I just thought of where people were like lip syncing, but it was all one cut. There was no cut and you would just keep like coming back. Oh, um, do you know what I'm talking about now? What are those called? You like go, I know exactly what you're talking about. That was a challenge for a while. Um, people got really good at those too. Um, yeah, that's going to bother me. But you Wait, kept, what? you kept it in one shot where you just kept going through different rooms and people would like perfectly hop in on a lip sync. Um, huh. it was. It might have been I've just like those. a lip sync challenge. It might have been called. No, that. it's called something. Lip dub. Is that? Oh, it? that's it. That's it. Yeah, lip dub. I don't yep. think I've ever seen one. Oh, there, there's some good. Oh, ones there's out some there. great ones yeah. out there. Those are. That's actually a really good challenge. Yeah. That's a good yeah. call. Those, but those are like a little bit more well produced. Yeah, it wasn't. Like. It wasn't like for comedy necessarily. Yeah, so kind of like what TikTok's doing. Uh, uh, a little bit. Like that yeah, premise. But I, I haven't. Seen no, one, no, so not that premise. Not. We'll show you after the show, but. They're, I don't know, they're a little more staged. Okay. I feel like. But some of the other funny ones we were talking about off air was uh, like so the, the plank challenge. Ooh, planking is, yeah, that <laughs> might be the funniest one, I think. The dumbest <laughs> Those one. Those were is so that ridiculous. Gallon challenge where kids throw gallons of milk <laughs> up in the air and then fall down on the ground and just get drenched in milk. Yeah. Like, I that is that. so dumb. And like, I mean, yeah, that's bad. If that I was, was in an aisle with a kid that I, I watched him throw, I would be one of those that they probably filmed and I was like, you're dumb. <laughs> also, have you guys seen the backpack challenge? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, that was like a little like it happened when we were older, so like we didn't ever took part in it. But like, oh, I feel like people would just run through the line getting backpacks tossed at them, and if they could How make it through, their parents they were so mad that they're like, oh, they yeah. probably had like an yeah. iPad or a laptop. Yeah, I guess yeah. Now they, they probably, get probably couldn't even oh, do that's it. That's true. <laughs> um, another funny one we thought of was the Running Man challenge. Oh yeah, that's a good one. If you can edit in like that little clip of that music, <laughs> add it in right now because that was great. And then the Drake car challenge was a recent one Ooh, where yeah. you had the car was still moving and you would get out and dance and then hop back in. But some of those, the fail compilations on those were great too. Even somebody like slams on the brakes yeah. and they run into yeah. the door. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, if you think of a challenge that you think was funny, shoot us a DM. We'll talk about it in the next episode. For sure. Um, but there hasn't really been a good one. Yeah, recently I'm trying to think like flossing, I guess, but that's kind of more of like a dance move. Yeah, not necessarily a challenge. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're due. The internet is due for one. What (laughs) someone create a challenge? Well, that and like so many of them, like like TikTok is like a lot of those challenges. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't even have TikTok. I don't even understand that. No. I don't have it either. It should die. Will Smith had a sweet one though that I saw like on of him jumping in the white screen. No, I don't know. His was like his like. Will Smith does a he lot would of throw cool videos. like uh, like a tux at his like other self, and he'd be like oh, fully dressed cool. and like Ooh, yeah, those he are would cool. like step through like a door and he'd be like somewhere across the world. So hmm. like yeah, Will yeah, Smith. That's cool. I've seen. I don't know where I've seen him, but like 
It obviously isn't that TikTok. I don't have a TikTok, so <laughs> I don't know where I saw it. Probably Instagram or yeah. something, but he does make some cool videos. All right, last question, and this was uh, submitted by Ben Fogarty. You could follow him at ThyBenFog on Twitter. He said, at Tuesdays with Nick and Cole, would you, who, or who would win in a fight, a silverback gorilla or a grizzly bear? I'm going to look up some stats. <laughs> okay, yeah, please do. Uh, I'm going to look up the average silverback size gorilla of silverback. versus a grizzly bear. I honestly think, man, that would be a battle. It would be. That would be a battle. There's got to be um, – I know that there's YouTube videos out there <laughs> of these kind of hypothetical battles, um, and they, like, actually, like, do science. Um, but I would say it's, I got to go with the grizzly bear. As much as I think uh, gorillas are crazy, I think the grizzly bears are even crazier. I mean, they don't, they don't seem as crazy as they actually are. So it's crazy because I just typed in the average size of a silverback gorilla, and the first thing that pops up is a grizzly bear versus silverback gorilla. <laughs> oh, okay. What does it say? The grizzly is an undefeatable evolutionary masterpiece yeah. and yeah. will definitely triumph over its primate. Well, it's got claws, right? I mean, a gorilla does not have claws. And, and I feel like no matter how hard a gorilla would hit, a grizzly bear could just take the hit. 800 pounds, 7 feet tall, paws with t- 20 inches across, 10 razor-sharp claws, right. mouthful of teeth, and pe- uh, for piercing flesh and strong enough to tear a car apart. A grizzly beats a silverback 10 times out of 10. Wow. See, the only thing is, dude, is you're sleeping on the thumbs. <laughs> yeah, but don't... What do you think, like, he could pick up a weapon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he Maybe. Could. Yeah. They yeah, are probably I mean, smarter. Yeah, true. More intelligent. I guess. I, I, the air attack... Yeah, you, a gorilla yeah. could definitely climb the tree. Could, yeah, but bears like could climb a, trees. Oh, not nearly as fast yeah, as a gorilla. I mean, not as fast. But I guess it depends. Like, yeah, if the gorilla used Where his surroundings yeah. and he, like, ran up a tree and did an aerial attack with, like, a log, like a log over the head. I think it would be closer <laughs> than you'd think. And honestly, my first, after, like, before reading this, like, I thought it was going to be silverback. I'm, well, again, back to what would you be? Like, mine, big silverback guy, so. Um, That'd be fun Some to watch. of these pictures on Google, though, if you Google this question, it's hilarious. Oh, man, look at that. I think the bear is just huge, though, compared to a gorilla. Yeah, but, so, this is like. Agility, okay, So, this though. is going to go back to the wrestling side of things. Is that, like, if you were to have a heavyweight that's 285 pounds versus like a heavyweight that's 200 and like 20 pounds, is that like you would hope that you end it quickly? If you don't, it's probably going to go to the smaller that's more agile. Like you better make it count fast, or if it the longer it lasts, the better off the smaller opponent is. Well, okay, yeah, but that's when um, that's in humans. <clears throat> well, I, so you're telling me that's that different. a grizzly dude they hibernate. Versus a, a gorilla, they've got more energy than a grizzly bear. Well, I don't know, actually. All right, know. here's I got some more stats. This is interesting, though. So weight, we covered the weight. So 900 pounds for a grizzly bear, 500 for a silverback. Height, 10 feet, 10 feet to like 6 feet for a gorilla. Bite force for a grizzly bear is 1250 PSI, and silverback is 1300. So pretty similar there. Interesting. This What's one, huge. Ready for this? Strength of a grizzly this bear. This is what I was about to ask. Eleven hundred pounds. Strength of a gorilla. Forty-four hundred pounds. That's what I was about to ask, dude. Wow. This is that's so four. That's like four times dude. the strength of. A, so yeah, the, the, the muscle to like fat ratio is wow. unbelievable. That's why I'm saying it's sl- the like slow. A grizzly bear is a lot of more energy to move around. The longer it lasts, 
it's more in the favor of a, of a silverback. Possibly. I, mean, I don't know if I that's guess true. It just but depends. It depends it, on it's like an interesting fact. Can right can either of them get a good bite in? I guess really that's what it comes down. But I to. feel like the biting's even. I feel like right. It's the bite, all about yeah, like yeah, the yeah, hitting and scratching. Well, yeah, and I think the claws. The claws are yeah, the difference maker. The claws maker. for the grizzly definitely. That help. would be. But I'm saying is that it would have to make it count early. If if it again, I think the longer it lasts, the better off the silverback has. I think my vote's going to be on the grizzly bear, but if the gorilla is in the jungle with a weapon, <laughs> I might give it to the gorilla. I think just okay. in the jungle in general, I'm giving it to the silverback. It depends on the setting. Yeah. And I think the longer it lasts, silverback has a better chance. What do you think happens if it <laughs> if it somehow gets taken into, into the like water? The city? <laughs> into water? <laughs> if it gets if they like fall off the edge into uh, like see, a I lake. Oh, bear. Grizzly, yeah. A bear would win that. Because they like so? fish yeah. in the water. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're way better in the water. I don't think 10 times out of 10 the grizzly bear would win, but I think it's more of like a, a 7 out of 10 or something like that. But I think mm-hmm. I'd go if I had to choose, I'd probably go with the grizzly. I'm sticking with silverback. Well, <laughs> what I find the most interesting is like, okay, you kind of know what a grizzly's attack is going to be, but you don't really know what a, a gorilla would do. I'd be most curious to see like what his strategy would be. And like, just true. like the more of like the... Honestly, the agility and like the ability to like a grizzly standing up and they're swinging their big heavy hitters like only forward. Mm-hmm. Can a, ri- a grizzly can't walk backwards really for the most part? You know what I mean? I don't know. I've never seen that. Like, I don't but know, like a yeah. gorilla is more agile and yeah, can like fair. go like more. I've seen like, vi- human movements. Yeah, yeah. I've like, seen videos of gorillas like swinging from vines. Right. Pretty sure. But like they're more like agile. It can go multi like ways. Grizzly's pretty like forward. That's fair. You know what I mean? So That's like. True. And again, that's why I think if it's over quick, a grizzly's got or a grizzly's got it. The longer it lasts, I'm telling you, the silverback has a better chance. That's true. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'd love to hear from you. That was a good question. <laughs> that was a good actually. question. Thank you, Ben, for that question. <laughs> uh, and if you have any other uh, good questions for us, you can always shoot us a DM at Loris Podcast on Twitter. Dad joke of the week. What do you got? <laughs> All right, so I've I've set this one up a little bit better than other ones. I've thought about this one. You want to hear a joke about construction? Sure. You have to give me a minute. I'm still working on it. Wait. Oh, my. <laughs> I thought you actually messed that up for a second. <laughs> nope, I had to build it. I had to and let it. Like, I had to oh, let wow. it, like, the opportunity for that cricket in the background. I actually like that one. That's yeah. probably your best one. That's because I set it up. Yeah. I think i got to start setting them up like they're supposed to be. <laughs> Like told that one was good, but I think <laughs> yeah. I still like the foot long nose. That is because you'd call it a foot instead of a nose. Right? Uh, yeah, that one yeah. was good. That was good too. <laughs> All right, that wraps it up for this week. Thanks for listening in. Tuesdays, Nick and Cole. Catch you next week.